Louder with Crowder Studios, protected exclusively by Walther. And Hopper. Hey there, YouTube. Before we move on with the show, I do ask that you bookmark this page because search results notifications aren't necessarily working, and we'll talk about that a little bit later on in the program. But before that, I want to announce formally that our Halloween spooktacular live show this year will be taking place at Texas A&M on Halloween, October 31st. Go to louderwithcrowder.com tour to reserve your tickets now. Space is limited, but we do have a huge overflow room. There's going to be an after party October 31st, Texas A&M. It's going to be a party. See you there. Three billion videos were demonetized on August 29th, 2016. The platform that controlled the machines, YouTube.net, sent two computers back through time. Their mission was to destroy the mug club of the free speech resistance and to watch late night comedy die a slow, painful death. The first computer was programmed to separate this channel from its subscribers, even disabling notifications. It failed. The second was sent to ban an event at Texas A&M on October 31st. As before, the free speech resistance was able to send a lone warrior, an entertainer to preserve the event, a protector. It was just a question of which one would arrive first. Come with me if you want to laugh. Crazy show, I would say, if we only put in <laughs> mediocre effort into yeah. our comedy. Well, this yeah, whole thing, know. people quote this all. Have you ever actually watched that sketch? Yeah. Two wild yeah. and crazy guys. It's not funny. No. Yeah. Say, oh, Outside of that back quote. Back in the heyday of, it, of SNL, it was this. It was Steve Martin going, <laughs> they'll show us their big American breasts. <laughs> I was like, oh. Steve Martin, you're incorrigible. You're so funny. Uh, <laughs> funny. We're going to have Paul Joseph Watson on the show. Yeah. Ooh, My half Asian yeah. lawyer, Bill Richmond, is here with us hey, today. Bro. Some legal updates that we have for you with YouTube. Court of Black Carrot yeah. is there. What's up? Gee, yeah. I'm winded from doing this. Yeah, no, no, right? no, I appreciate the performative art. <laughs> yeah. I look rough. Much G. Morgan workout. Jr., what's the wine of the day? The, uh, what, huh? Because no. he didn't do his work oh. either. Oh, where's Jeez. Gerald B? Put as much effort into his sommelier as Dan Aykroyd did into comedy. Um, <laughs> it was a late night last night. We're going to talk about quite a bit. We're going to talk about Donald Trump, the Ukraine, Greta. Uh, more importantly, we do have some updates. You saw the video yesterday regarding yeah. YouTube yeah. and how they've been screwing with not only our channel, but seriously seeming to try and sway the election. I am winded. I know. It takes a second. You know why? Because wow. I wasn't like, breathing. Oh. You, why would you not breathe? I need to do the kundalini yoga. You know where they go? Like, they do the gut and thing. And they go, <laughs> do we need to fat shame you again? They do this. Like Hicks and Gracie. 
You're making it worse. Right. You realize yeah, that, that's so my much question worse. of the day. Get hyperventilated. Have you guys noticed YouTube censoring not only our search results, uh, but conservative content across the board, making it harder to access? Listen, you guys are our data gatherers, so please screenshot it. Yeah. Tweet me your examples, at S Crowder, uh, or comment below. We had a lot yesterday, I think over yeah. 15,000 comments oh, wow, in 10 yeah. hours. That's a lot. And uh, tweet with the hashtag YouTube2020 election blacklist, because we have some developments, and guess what? It works. <laughs> right? They <laughs> listen. All of the information. Some guy named Brendan from YouTube reached out. We have no idea who he is. Uh, but we have a lot of news <laughs> to get to before those developments. So first, twerk if you want to save the planet. <laughs> Jeez. That man actually, I believe, runs uh. that Ari Shafir twerk alike <laughs> runs a non He's part of a non-profit that people are giving money to, thinking that it's actually accomplishing. It Ari. I, I sincerely it. thought that was <laughs> the first time that I saw that. Don't hey, use bleep. that name, beautiful I'm and brave. Sorry. Beautiful. <laughs> I did. Former box dare employee. You? It looks like him. But the truth is, the twerking. A lot of people, it's actually it's a very effective bargaining tool. Oh, Quarter hmm. Black Garrett knows this yeah. better than anybody. For him, every day is free code day. Owner just goes, oh. all right, enough. <laughs> no waffle cones. That's where I draw the line. And then he just strips, and he gets a waffle cone every they, they time. Bring, they every bring time. The, they every... bring the jugs out. I mean, all the ice cream you could eat. The pint. big story this week, though, oh, nice. aside from the twerking, is a climate activist, Greta Greta Thunberg. However you say it, someone said that Thunberg. Yeah, Greta Swedish Chefberg. Yeah. <laughs> she was telling global leaders, awesome. of course, that, uh, quote, we will never forgive them for... F but, you know, you've seen the clip. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction, and all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you? Ooh, oh my gosh. Stephen wow. Merch has a tood on him. Amazing. <laughs> Stephen Merch. Wow. It is I That's like the as braid. tough as we get on Greta because I don't want this to be banned. Right. She is also brave and beautiful. Though it should be noted, actually, her speech, despite what the media has tried yeah. to sell you, it wasn't met with glowing praise across mm. the board. With right. Many people criticizing the young Swede's creative decision, I guess you would say, to yeah. bring her own hype man. Entire ecosystems are collapsing. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction, oh, and all you can talk about is money Get your hands on my and fairy tales change. of eternal economic growth. Oh, How dare you? Go Greta! Go Greta! Go Lackey for hire, quarter black hair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mad yeah. respect I for that. That's, for that's good, bro. I, I didn't know about the hype man. Before we move on with yeah. I didn't know about the hype man until I opened up for Bruce Bruce. Anyone out there know Bruce Bruce? He's like a 400-pound <laughs> yeah. black comedian. Really funny. Really, yeah. really funny. That's and a it, real was story. At, it was at an improv. I won a MySpace, So You Think You're Funny contest. A national yeah. contest. And I won this contest. And the prize was to open for Bruce Bruce at a theater in Tampa. But I had to yeah. pay my way. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I didn't have any money. Wow. What a prize. So then when they were in my town, they said, oh, you know what? We'll have you go up and open for him for the whole weekend. It was Black Boy, I believe two eyes. Okay. Oh, nice. Okay. Right. Bruce, Bruce, and me. Steve, Steve. <laughs> and yeah. usually, well, you've, Steve, done, Steve. you've done uh, yeah. stand-up yeah. half-age yeah. endorsement. So usually, you know, you introduce someone, you're the MC, you introduce yeah. them, and maybe a little music plays, they come on out. Well, I remember going, okay, thank you, give it up for Black Boy, two eyes. Uh, so now, please welcome your headliner, Bruce, Bruce. And it goes dark. Picture like the UFC in a stadium. <laughs> right. Like, who wants to be a millionaire? It goes right. dark. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, Bruce, Bruce, everybody. The music starts playing. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce, everybody. 
The curtains open up at the back of the room. This 400-pound black guy, hilarious, starts walking down, surrounded by an entourage like it's the Gracie train. <laughs> and I was just up there for about two minutes. Bruce, Bruce, let him know you love him. Yeah. Bruce, look at, hey, hey, Bruce. <laughs> and there was a guy like rubbing his shoulders like, you're the best, man. No one could touch you. I'm like, <laughs> get to the stage, please. So oh talking gosh. about Greta, I don't know if you saw Michael Knowles got into a lot of trouble for yeah. talk, uh, saying that uh -huh. parents are exploiting. So overblown. How, how a, dare he? A mentally ill child is what he said. And that's what caught all this flack. Listen, yeah. Michael Knowles, he's going to be on the show soon. You have nothing to apologize for. And no. I say this as someone who has struggled with mental illness. I've talked about this depression, ADHD. It is not offensive at all. It shouldn't be offensive. And the idea that naming something that this person has pointed out, Greta herself and her mother talking about autism, talking about depression, yeah. talking about OCD, uh, I really do think we've reached a point here where we're using children as human shields. And, and compare, keep in mm. mind, Greta is the exact same age as the Covington kids. Was it Nick, yeah. Nick Sandman? Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Here's the big difference. People tried to say that he was a, he was a dick. He didn't do anything wrong. Right. I, nothing the Covington kids. Stood there. They were thrust into the spotlight, those Covington kids, because someone pulled up their phone and sent it to media out of context where it destroyed their lives. Yeah. It, they were unwilling participants. Yeah. This girl has chosen to be a climate activist, so I think she is open to criticism of her ideas. And you know what? You can't say ad hominem is okay for Donald Trump, ad hominem is okay for those boys, but not for her. We're not gonna yeah. do it here. Yeah. Stephen Merchant is positively mild. <laughs> that's his, but you know, that's, that's, it really that's all does we're bother me. Do, right? It's political point scoring. Well, no, it is. And, and you know, one thing I, I have two just very things that stood out to me on that is, um, I'm sorry, which, which side of it is deciding that we need to lower the voting age in order to get more right. younger, impressionable right. voters? I, I'm not quite sure, but we shouldn't criticize those folks because they're, they should be voting, but unable to withstand any yeah. criticism about yeah, their whatsoever. ideas. How and dare you? And then here's how the, dare you? Exactly. It's your country who's <laughs> emissions have stolen my dreams to drive a Kia. Yeah, but Not everyone China wants a Foxconn phone. Yeah. <laughs> so, but here's the other point, though, is remember the discussion about mental illness. Yeah. The definition on the left has become even broader. Anything become a mental illness and out yeah. of bounds for attack, out of bounds for discussion, out of bounds for pushing back on yeah. If you say you have something, you have it. No matter what, no question, right. and everyone needs a kowtow, as opposed to actually evaluating whether or not this is That's why they put her out there. And then yeah. they say, we need to deal with a mental health problem in our country. Okay, by the yeah. way, How? no one with mental health issues should own a gun. Right. Do you think that's yeah. going to stigmatize it more? Or less. Right. And so let me yeah. just. Option C is you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> let me just say something in Michael's defense. Michael wasn't saying, ha, we shouldn't listen to her because she's mentally ill. That's not what he said. He's saying people are using her. They're right. using yeah. a mentally ill person, and that's not right. right. That was his point. It is. The it's only wrong. reason that this blew up is because the idiot clown head on the other side said, yeah, you're a grown man, skinny. Why don't you stop it? Why don't you apologize? It's like he doesn't have anything to apologize no. yeah. for. Apologize. Fox, by the way, you screwed up. Yeah, you shouldn't did. have apologized. Ridiculous. No way. Uh, the other big story, of course, Nancy Pelosi finally <laughs> spoke <laughs> the words impeachment. No Almost. one is above the law. Did I hear uh, above the law? Was he punching? It was like a jelly, jelly sandwich, <laughs> a peanut butter jelly sandwich no on his chest. <laughs> it was just like squish. squish. I have no idea. But uh, so this is a Trump, the Ukraine story. People have been wanting us to talk about it. Here's the deal: we don't know enough. 
to offer you an informed opinion. I know when you tune into cable news, they all act like they have the insights. Right, yeah. No one really does. But I will walk you through what we know so far because it's hard. So, uh, Brendan, Brendan, come in here. Yeah. You guys are familiar with Brendan from yeah, last week. Yeah. The, uh, the, 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 the pole, pole climber. Scaler. Pole climber. <laughs> so let me walk you through uh, what we know so far, the timeline. Okay, yeah. yeah. There, Brendan, bring in some visual right, aids. Come on in a little bit closer here. Okay. So, uh, step one, Joe Biden's son was receiving $50,000 a month from a Ukraine gas company. Can you that's say that's, a, that's a lot of money. Laser yeah, point yeah, the visual aids. Yeah, spared no expense. That's okay. a lot of money. <laughs> After that, the company was, next slide, getting investigated. There's the company. There you go. Yeah. Very good, Brendan. You, didn't, you had no reason to be nervous. Yeah, it's good. hard for me to do that because I'm looking at the monitor and going <laughs> in reverse. Does that blind you? I don't know. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so the company gets investigated. He needs his eyes. Please don't next do that. slide, Joe Biden withholds money from the Ukraine unless the prosecutor is fired. You Next slide. Next slide. There you go. So there, this is just a visual aid because it helps us a memory trick. Okay. So the X is no money. Yeah, Next no, slide. No money. Uh, and he, by the way, unless the prosecutor was fired, which, which the Next prosecutor slide. was. <laughs> Next slide. Next slide there, Brendan. Next slide. You guys, these aren't this slides. This guy was fired. They're not. That's <laughs> not lawyer. Sorry, that one is just really, I guess, a palate cleanser. I don't know why that's there. Yeah. <laughs> Next point in the timeline, go ahead. Donald Trump gets elected, as we all know, <laughs> making America awesome. great again in the process. Next very, slide. Very nice, yes. Then, as president, Donald Trump asks the Ukraine, hey, what's up with Joe Biden? Right. <laughs> just asking some questions like Jesse what's Ventura. What's going on? I'm just asking questions. Only sits in the Oval Office. Next slide. He allegedly alludes to withholding money from the Ukraine until he finds out what's up with Biden. Next slide. After that, Democrats, as you can see, uh, call for impeachment. And then what happened yesterday, next slide, Donald Trump calls their bluff. He releases oh. the full oh. transcript yep. uh, from the phone call, holds a press conference revealing yet again that there is no collusion. By the way, Donald Trump also raised $5 million in 24 hours for Trump 2020, mm. which leads to next slide. AOC, as you can see, is hanging herself. Oh, oh. that's, yeah. oh, that's too bad. Shame. I she believe looks happy. those are gallows. <laughs> Just to, to clarify, I don't yeah. know what gallows are necessarily, but I yeah. assume that signifies it. By the way, sim similarly, uh, Nancy Pelosi throws herself in front of a moving house. So that's <laughs> what we have here. <laughs> so that's what we know in oh a nutshell. Thank you very much, Brendan. You're wonderful. Oh, good job. Appreciate it. Very Thank good. you for signing that waiver uh, last week. Yeah. That's what we know. We don't know a whole bunch else at this no, point. No. I don't think he's going to be. Well, I think they may try and impeach him, but I don't think he's going to be. I think they're going to no try, way. but they, they basically came out. I think it was uh, Schumer came out or, or Schumer, sorry, uh, came out yesterday and said, uh, yeah, it's all. It's Are not you still just in Swedish chef mode. A little bit. Schumer. We're going to try and impeach Son of a. We're going to try and impeach him because of this phone call. And then he's like, oh, no, there's much more information than the phone call. This transcript really doesn't cover everything that we were going to impeach him for. We're going to still impeach him. You know, like right. he's yeah. freaking out over there. I am. What do you think, Half Asian Bill? I love how they didn't have it before. And now they're trying to move on to the next thing. And the yeah. next thing is nothing again. It's <laughs> at the very least consistent. Yeah. <laughs> I, when, I read the, when I read what's available right now at the time of this filming, I'm going, I assume this happens all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's like, listen, you did some screwed up stuff, okay? You had these no-bid contracts. We've been very good to you. Could you do the right thing? That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Exactly. Why do, they, why do they care if he gets to the bottom of something that could be illegal? Like, Joe Biden's son was, didn't make it in the Navy, had a cocaine habit, had zero resume to speak of, and got a $600,000 a year job, and there was no hope that daddy would You'll help? You'll no say Ukraine is yeah. weak. You are weak. Moving on. <laughs> it appears. Name that TV show reference. Uh, CBD-infused tampons Ooh. now are a thing. Oh. Yeah. Well, uh, Day is a female-owned 
and lead because that's important. When I yes. shop, yeah. as opposed to looking at lab results, yeah. contaminations, <laughs> I want to know it's led by women. Or product satisfaction <laughs> ratings, you know. When it comes to consumables, I say, is there a vagina involved in this? Because that's... <laughs> Yeah. That's what I look for. So CBD, infu oh. CBD infused uh, cotton tampons. Ooh. Yeah, 100% cotton tampons infused with CBD. And this is not new. This comes on the heels of similar hygiene products, actually, that have entered the market. I think they had, um, had hemp-infused sanitary napkins. Yeah. Midol had a new line of edibles. Mm -hmm. And uh, then there was the ill-fated THC-laden Depends, oh. which sounds... Oh. Yeah, that's... That explains... Oh, doesn't seem laden should be a marketing term. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> laden. <laughs> I don't know who it's was just, there. Who there just, I blame just, Frank Luntz. <laughs> now, does Layden make you want to use a product more or less? Or less. More or less. Let me adjust the toupee. All right. Damn you, Luntz. Layden <laughs> sounds like a lot, so yes. Does anyone, does anyone have my mid-90s Jerry Seinfeld sneakers? <laughs> still on Frank Luntz. Uh, speaking still of... Still haven't moved on. Right now, now we're still there. Things down there in tampons. The oh, world's very first vagina museum is going to open in London ah, uh, in November. Strip clubs oh, I thought that was Pelosi's museum. house. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're confused. She's, she's under the house. Oh, yeah. I'm still, sorry. You still just said museum, house. I assumed old and crotchety yeah. and right. cobwebs. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Do you? You don't need to explain. I don't know. This, this won't make air. Sure this won't Can make you? air, except it will. Dang it! <laughs> the aim is to you know educate visitors on vaginas and everything surrounding. I don't know. They, it says that they're looking to challenge quote heteronormative behavior, huh? okay. promote intersectional values, and uh, they've commissioned artwork from some of the best vaginal artists in the world, as seen here. If you don't get that movie reference, <laughs> you're a millennial, and I have find, no time for you. Yes, yeah, find a bridge. movie. <laughs> oh my gosh! I, I, what, what is the Wait, stigma that? surrounding? That's the sound of copyright infringement. Go ahead. No, no, you're totally fine. <laughs> what, what's the stigma? I'm, this is, what's the stigma surrounding vaginas? Like, why? Why is? Why do you that have, they're too beloved? What is yeah. there to push back against? Like, who like men don't like, like them? The only people who don't like them are gay men. That's true, but so, so they, she actually said the reason that she started this was there was a museum for penises in Iceland, and she thought, well, there's no museum for vaginas. Yeah. And they raised 50,000 pounds for this. I do, <laughs> gotta I, be kidding I, me. I do find it interesting that like if one individual or a small group of people decides to do something, which is kind of weird, which is to say, oh, the, we should have a penis museum, and the penis is the best in the whole world and better than everything else, and somehow it didn't I don't think that was in the presser, but... No, yeah. no, not, <laughs> yeah. but, no, no, but that's like the way that it's been twisted, and some of the folks who are commenting on the penis museum, it then becomes, well, every man who has a penis is now... Dis and woman mm. that has a penis, <laughs> has decided yeah, that now it's, it's an attack on vaginas when it's like, no, right. no, 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 no. I mean, what is the most when, unifying when are thing? Penises do attack vaginas. Well, well yes, do. but when, <laughs> strategically, when are, yes. when are the gay men going to have like an museum when's it gonna stop what is, why would you go there i'm just saying that's the next step and you know God, it i will not another, sign get your another petition wine bottle do your job for that. listen oh, i'm just you telling will not you not sign that petition it will I, not end no at vaginas i miss gerald b in entertainment news <laughs> rupaul we all? i got him was I got him for that. z z you've got z oh, i'm b. sorry z. i'm so sorry rupaul oh, uh, was called out for in case you didn't want to swallow a knife yet a lack of diversity <laughs> in the show rupaul's drag race following the emmy this comes from Pink News because of the 
stigmatizing vaginas. Uh, a reporter <laughs> said she was caught off guard to see so many white men behind the star in the press room, mm. proving that if nothing else, both gay and straight black men have one thing in common, their love of white ass. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I am surprised at Ari Shafir's twerking capabilities. Yeah, he's limber. Jeez. <laughs> oh, so, by, by the way, so the terrible. drag superstar, of course, with cancel culture, the drag queen superstar, mm -hmm. RuPaul, mm -hmm. right. took the criticism to heart, pledged to increase uh, diversity by adding both, I think it was Asian, handicapped drag queens to the show, along with, you know, a, a surprising pledge to include more intellectual diversity. So that, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, oh. Wow. Uh, hormone blockers wow, don't is... care about your feelings. That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was just really poorly worded. Ben is going to see that out of context, and I'm going I to know. text. Yes. Bro, what, 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 what the hell? What, yeah. <laughs> what, what the ass? <laughs> um, oh finally, oh, finally, terrible. You, you, you sandwich me in between twerking and, and Hitler? What? And that's, by the way, that's foreshadowing, because that's our <laughs> yeah. next bit. That's a call forward. So finally, oh, uh, someone, this is the final story before we get to the YouTube Thank updates, God. which are most important. <laughs> Someone paid nearly $5,000 for panties belonging to former Mrs. Hitler, Eva Braun. Huh? Yeah. That's a deal. This comes well, from Bro there's, there's no actual deal. proof that the underwear was previously owned by Hitler's wife, only the auction house's word. The smell. And mm -hmm. before oh. we had this actually initially as a story in the show, oh. and then it just changed today. The initial reports were proven false. The auction oh. was actually just a pair of Hitler's tights from his community theater days. A fellow of infinite youth, he has whined of my mustache one thousand times. And now, how bored my final solution is. Here hangs those lips that I have kissed. I know not how soft. Where be your diamonds now? Your jewel, your gefilte fish, that you won't let me be the one who sits on the seat for real velocity. Let it, he was a man wow. of many skills, I guess you yeah, would say. We could have stopped the art painting. Many. Not a fan of his geopolitical worldview. No. Yeah. No. His later work. Only his hobbies. Yeah. That wasn't the worst soliloquy. Wasn't the worst. I've mm. seen worse. It was bad, yeah. but it wasn't the worst. Take that, <laughs> Benedict Cumberpatch. <laughs> <laughs> Imitation game that. All right. Uh, last week's trivia contest winner was that Benedict Cumberbatch? I think yeah, it was. Cumberbatch. 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 I don't care. It's a silly name. Cumberbatch. Uh, the winner is Amanda Billmeer, M. Billmeer, who correctly hey. identified the only drink vessel that would survive is uh, the, of course, the mug in a zombie apocalypse. Uh, Seems nice. like a leading question, but you're going to get a nice little goodie bag there, Amanda. We really appreciate <laughs> it. Okay. So moving on uh, to YouTube uh, here really quickly. And by the way, before we talk about any of this, please do just bookmark this page. Check in yeah. every day. We do a new video every single day. Just check in every night if you're not a member of Mug Club because a lot of these changes are making it harder for us to reach you, the subscribers, yeah. to reach you, people yeah. who have already chosen to watch this content. So we've uncovered some, some new alarming information about the YouTube policy changes over the last few weeks. And we knew that leading up to the 2020 election, big tech, they were going to try and sway things yeah. for Democrats. This comes from leaked videos, memos, uh, whistleblowers. They all showed us that Silicon Valley was devastated by Trump's win, yeah. and they were openly determined to not let it happen again. I certainly find this election uh, deeply offensive, and I know many of you Aww. do, too. Poor um, that's too bad. And, oh and I think that's a very stressful time 
uh, and it uh, conflicts with many of our values. What they're really saying about fairness is that they have to manipulate their search results so that it gives them their political Jenner, I think. agenda <laughs> that they want. Then she, she ran over a school of small children. Uh, oh, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> how is, by the way, a democratic election offensive? I get yeah. you could yeah. say, like, when Barack Obama was yeah. elected, I was like, okay, well, it's not my guy, but I wasn't like, that is offensive. Right. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, he didn't walk up. Like, he, he didn't try to pork my mom. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, he didn't. <laughs> no Are idea. you sure? I have no idea. <laughs> I think you should. Maybe the twerking that. guy. That's just it a was. rumor. <laughs> That's just a rumor, and I don't. It's a joke. I don't stand by it at all. He, I know he's completely straight, you along stand with Brian Stelter. Uh, and back during the Vox apocalypse days, we 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 talked about. This. We warned that YouTube would be seeking censorship, yeah. not just demonetization or banning, which everyone can see, but uh, more more pervasive, less noticeable ways. Bringing awareness. Or at least if you're not already aware, you need to make yourself aware and then bringing as much awareness as possible uh, as you can to as many people as possible yeah. to the most subversive form of censorship, the invisible censorship yeah. that occurs. It's just muffled so that it can essentially cut your views in half yeah. or down to 10. It's an invisible rule, invisible punishment of that rule. I think we're going to see more of this kind of censorship <laughs> because it goes unnoticed. Therefore, it has less possibility of bad publicity for YouTube. So I just tossed good to a clip of myself. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like, meta. it's like the inception of low-budget late night. <laughs> <laughs> and I really do Listen realize how low-budget it on is me. when I see that horrible costume. <laughs> 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 and then I see that Lily Singh makes oh, more in her salary oh. than our entire budget oh, with a fraction of the viewership. Oh. So but unfunny. she's brown and bi, so, so good unfunny. for you, oh. beautiful and brave. <laughs> I just wish she did an open mic first. So, a couple of points here. Um, just a little bit. Uh, let me kind of, uh, this is hard because people who don't necessarily work in the industry often hear the Cries from conservatives, and, and we've talked about this half Asian bill. They're often overblown. Right. Yeah. You can't just talk about what you want YouTube to be. You need to hold their feet to the fire of what they claim YouTube is. Right. YouTube, they've said that they are going to make it easier uh, for people to find content from verified channels. Okay? That, mm -hmm. that was the most recent rollout. They've done the exact opposite. Yeah. This is alarming because it can happen to anyone. This is how a normal YouTube search works. Okay, let me walk you through this. Let's say you search for Jenna Marbles. Yes. Okay? Her video pops up, and it's the, these are the first results. Yeah. All the videos are from her channel. But right now, and this may change if you're watching this, unless you have a time machine, right? Because <laughs> yeah. videos go up forever. Right now, at the moment of this taping, if you search Steven Crowder, our channel may pop up, but we're blacklisted from the video results. The first video result from this channel is almost 70 videos in. That's wow. multiple pages of results. If you type in my name and the name of this channel, let's get a little more specific. You can say, well, I don't know. Maybe you guys suck at SEO. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say you want, and this is how we found out because uh, one of our researchers, Reg, was trying to tell a friend, oh yeah, if you want to watch the channel, just search Stephen Crowder, change my mind, it'll pop right up. Well, we did a little <laughs> experiment. Hmm. If you type in Stephen Crowder, change my mind, seems pretty specific. Yeah. All of the first page video results are from other channels, not some. All oh. of them. With fewer views, by the way. With fewer yeah. views. Way fewer views. And it's not just, and some of them are taking you to, uh, to uh, like, local CBS affiliates. Yeah. <laughs> like, we want to hear, like, what? Uh, hear what Schenectady had to say, and here are a couple of students. <laughs> I don't like it. Back to you, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> it's intrepid reporting. You know, what's, what's, what's interesting about that is the, the idea that when you go through and do the searches, I mean, I, I, you know, on YouTube every day and kind of looking through those things and monitoring them, and no matter what you search from, no matter what browser, whether you've cleared your cookies, whether you're on someone else's phone or their device, yeah. I've tested it I on many cookies. devices and having many people do it, and it all comes up the same. You're going to yeah. constantly, the, the Crowder videos and the Shows videos are constantly
constantly going to the bottom of the search results, anywhere right. from 10 to 100 before you get to an actual Steven yeah. Crowder channel yeah. video. And by the way, this isn't just, a, that's what we've talked about, the blacklist, the 2020 uh, election results. We want yeah. you to understand that it's about more than just us. But that being said, and I don't ever want to sound braggadocious, I'm inc incredibly humbled and grateful. This is the biggest conservative channel that's ever existed on YouTube, and they declared that we had never violated policies. Right, okay? So yeah. that's where we stand. If the biggest conservative channel that's ever existed that never violated policies, according to YouTube CEO Susan Wojcicki, can be throttled this way, they can do it to anyone. What do you think they'll do to smaller channels when they think that you're not looking? By the way, we ran some other searches. This is why we want you to aggregate more for us. Uh, live action has the same thing. Paul Joseph yeah. Watson, who will be on next, has the same problem. Lauren Chen, Breitbart News, same issue. Yeah. What's the effect? What's the net effect? Our weekly views and subscribership gains have dropped dramatically. Dramatically. Here, you can see this here. Yeah. Um, oh, here wow, here's yeah. the thing, though, that's important to note, because I know a lot of people say, well, you're just pissed that people don't want to tune into your channel anymore. And that's valid. Sometimes people just get, you know, get sure. tired. The thing is, you are not tuning out. You guys have still been subscribed. You've been bookmarking the page, checking in every day. Here's the number that matters. All of the videos, on, on a per video basis, the views are still growing. Yeah. yeah. We have more people watching yeah. individual videos than ever before. We're getting 10 to 20 times as many views as the Young Turks or Seth Meyers on a per <laughs> video, pound for pound basis. The only thing that's gone down are the views and organic subscriptions from search. So this is what's happened. Yes, we have more people. Our videos are averaging close to a million, which yeah. is insane considering our subscribers. Thank yeah. you so much it's for really being cool. engaged. Absolutely. We really appreciate it. Bookmark yeah. the page. But think about that for a second. We only eat what we've already killed and gained ourselves. Yeah. We can get no new fans. We can get yeah. no new eyeballs on our content through organic search because of the blacklisting. They can do that if they want, but it's the opposite of what they said they were going to do. They held a press conference right. to say it was going to be the opposite of this. Yeah. We're verified. Yeah. They direct people away from us. Right. And it's so and it's so obvious. Whenever I go and search for Steven Crowder anything, I'm not looking for John in his basement commenting on a video that you did that has 56 views. There's no logical yeah. reason that your stuff shouldn't come up, especially with the number of views. Like if we had a thousand views on our videos, which we don't, okay, fine. Maybe it gets lost in the wash. Maybe we're like everybody else. That's not the case. There's right. no explanation for it at all other than them wanting your and, content. And we're going to get into some more kind of legal developments here with yeah. that. We'll bring them into the, we'll bring them into the guest chair. So if you yeah. want special. Oh, yeah. wow. Upgrade. Here's something else I've that's never important. been in a guest chair. It, this isn't, it's not <laughs> whether there are rules. And by the way, the rules aren't followed at all, but the rules, are not applied equally. Right. We've talked about them on this show. It's not whether a country has rule of law. It's whether the rule of law is applied equally. Justice is applied equally. Right. Yeah. We've searched similar left-wing channels. Hmm. Nothing like it. Young Turks can celebrate Dan Crenshaw's eye getting blown out and apparently I fucked by terrorist heroes uh, oh, with uh, yeah. IEDs. This is from Act. These are word for word from word, the Young Turks. Just a quote. I don't want them banned. I don't want them throttled, by no. the way. And when you search, you only get videos from their channel right now. Yeah. Same thing if you search other leftist late night shows. You only get results from their yep. channel. Something Weird else, that this will affect everybody. Um, these changes by themselves may not seem so drastic, but when you add it all up and you go through the history that we've had with YouTube specifically, yeah. we just have more data than most people. We want to make you aware. It, it does get to be pretty sinister. There are no more live subscriber counts. Yeah. Right? So Susan Wojcicki, she's, she's always saying that the company has been striving. Again, not what we want from YouTube, what they claim that they're striving for more transparency on the platform.
We try to be really transparent with our community, with our guidelines. We do get the request for transparency, and we're, we are working to continue to be more transparent and explain um, you know, why That's comedy. it's a violation of our policies or not. Is it opposite We're, we're going to have to change that clip because, to be fair, that was just her up-talking about Jeffrey Tambor's latest season. <laughs> fair point. Well, you know, what? I, I, I love how she the carefully worded there. We're working right. on it. We're yeah. working yeah. on it. We're working yeah. on it. We're working Nothing you can hold them it. to, right? Yeah. Nothing um, you can hold them accountable. You know, you know, Trust I, I, us. I, I know though because in case they may have forgotten, it got deprioritized. You know, the you know the tens or hundreds of emails and communications we've sent saying all, all we need you to do is just tell us, just 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 kind of roughly point in the direction of what we've done wrong. <laughs> right. Just and essentially, in general which, area. Which essentially, what they've said is like there's something wrong. <laughs> Well, no, they said there's nothing wrong, but p some people think there is, so, so you can make no more money. <laughs> well, you know, what's, what, what's become interesting is the demonetization has become the trumpet, right? Those, now yeah. they have said, oh, well, look, we, we've taken action. Um, even though we went back and re-reviewed, we said there was no violation, but then everyone was really upset. So we went ahead and reinterpreted the rules right. so that we could do some kind of punishment. And now, look, we've done the punishment, and that's all we've done. Well, but yet, behind the scenes... This is the issue, This right? is Listen, the part. We've been demonetized. Please, yeah, I would say subscribe, hit the notification bell, join up at Mug Club if you want the show to not go away. This is the only thing that we have right yeah. now. Mug Club and a couple of sponsors every now and then. Um, but bookmark the page and check it every day because notifications don't always work. Nope. Okay? It could go away. There's a lot that's happening behind the scenes beyond demonetization. Uh, borderline material, they've never defined it. It's right, an invisible yeah. rule yeah. with invisible punishment. Yeah. But YouTube, they've now made the platform even less transparent with no more live subscriber count. Look at this. Right now, why would they do this? Why would they make it less transparent? Because they want to make it more difficult to see how this blacklisting and shadow banning is having an effect. So they said we want to direct people to verified channels. We can tell you objectively they're doing the opposite, and they've removed the ability for not just you publicly. I think a lot of you assume that we have some tools that we don't. We can't see whether you're subscribing. Mm. Yeah. We can't see what's happening with our subscribers, how long you're staying. They've made That's it incredible. harder. That's incredible. So uh, they're becoming essentially some of the worst propagandist machines that we've seen throughout history. And they're doing it under the guise of, we're for you, we're for the community, right. we're for helping everybody out. But this is just propaganda. What if it was the other yeah. way around? What if only right-wing content was going on? Right. And that was it, and left wing was being muted. And, and here's something else that's really uh, unnerving for me. We don't know what it's going to be yet, but there's an incoming new harassment policy. They're planning yeah. uh, in response, by the way, to the Vox Adpocalypse. Jeez. So I'm sorry that this happened to the rest of you. <laughs> we weren't looking for the Adpocalypse. Nope. They drew forced blood, not me. But <laughs> this comes from CNBC. Yeah. yeah. Right? It says, the new update comes just after Vox journalist Carlos Maza, beautiful and brave former, that's beautiful, me adding, beautiful and brave. Uh, spoke out in May about harassment he said he experienced on the platform at the hands of conservative commentator Stephen Crowder. After flip-flopping on his policy, YouTube ultimately has said days later that it would take a hard look at our harassment policies with an aim to update them. Okay, so what constitutes harassment? Hmm. And I know, why yeah. don't you sit down with your biggest conservative channel, let us know exactly. We just, yeah. we were reached out to by a guy named Brandon. 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 We've talked, you've spoken with Susan Wojcicki in the top brass at YouTube. I mean, we've, Have you we've ever had, met Brandon? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm Brandon trying to on the think case. of a gentleman named Brandon, and no, he, he would be yet another person who I'm sure will tell us, yes, something's happening, and don't yeah. worry, we'll get you the information, but we just don't have enough people working here, and we don't right. have enough skill to pull the data that you're asking. We don't have enough. 
enough people to be put on the biggest controversy of the year as it relates to content guidelines yeah. and the number one conservative channel <laughs> so, so we've ever means- had. So, you know, yeah. you're just, you're on the back burner. Here's Brandon. Well, what does he know? Brandon, tell them. I don't know. I'm an intern. What do I know? <laughs> um, this, w- make it clear. Publish the guidelines. Yeah. And we'll play ball. Listen, if YouTube, if you're, if you're a publisher, you're not a private, but you're not an open platform, then make it clear what you'll publish. That's what we just want to understand your rules so we know how to play by them. We can put the more controversial content, like, I don't know, criticizing anyone on the LGBTQ movement. <laughs> yeah, we can put yeah. that behind Mug Club and make sure that it's just vanilla milk toast here on YouTube. But you've said you don't want that because you're an open platform. Yeah. Let us know. And then we know how we can move forward. And let's find common ground. That's what we're yeah. looking for. And by, by the you know what? Let's move uh, half Asian lawyer yeah, Bill Richmond. Let's move him over here so that we right. can talk come about in. the legal action. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Saunter on over. And they're just keeping it an ever-moving target, right? So yeah. It just makes it so much easier for them to hem and haw and say, oh, we're just going to kind of go with the wind here and make it an ever-moving target so there's no actual policy. Right. So half, you know what? Half Asian lawyer yeah, Bill Richmond. thank you. Yeah. Wonderful yeah. sponsor, well, Walther, by the way. Everyone out there, try the Walther. I just don't want it aimed at my half Asian lawyer's scrotum and testicles crutch. <laughs> Um, Small as they may be. For, so the inside baseball, here, what, what is it that we need to do? What actions are we, are we going to be taking? Because it's, it's reached beyond the point of just complaining. Well, the, it, you know, it's, what's, what's amazing about this, the, every time we think, you know, certainly this is the dumbest move that YouTube is going to make or this is the last action they're going to take behind the curtain or to, you know, take invisible action behind to do something, especially considering the missteps from the Vox Adpocalypse, they continue to do more. And some of the most recent things that you've seen and that we talked about just now are, you know, the, the changes behind the scenes that are only affecting not only Louder with Crowder, but are affecting a whole slew of conservative voices yeah. as opposed to leftist voices. And when we have reached out continuously, we haven't seen anything, haven't gotten that information. And so the next steps are going to evolve a, a kind of multifaceted. One, we already know that there's an existing lawsuit that's been going on from leftist groups, and specifically LGBT groups. And, right. you know, for those who may be watching who who are concerned about, well, you know, hey, you know what? I actually don't care if you get throttled. Don't think about it of just this view. Think about it if yeah. anyone can throttle any political The problem views. with the LGBTQ lawsuit is they want an injunction so that YouTube yeah. cannot throttle them, but they also want YouTube to have more strict policies regarding hate speech to create a more safe, exactly. safe space. Well, so throttle like, everybody we else. We want you to, to <laughs> throttle them, yeah. just not us. Hit! <laughs> and that's the, that's the crazy part about their their lawsuit is the inconsistency there. Yeah. Again, don't ban us, but make sure to ban other people. But the one part that they do get right and that they go after YouTube for is the inconsistency and the lack of clarity about what the policies right. are time and time again. So we're going to take some action there, decide the right time to be able to you know, jump into the fray on that side and go to the part that really is an important point because it does affect everyone, any political view whatsoever. Well, I think more important than just political views, people need to understand you. YouTube is the central business model for a lot of content creators. Yeah. Right. Let's remove politics from it. This is how many people make a living. And yeah. if you don't make a living yeah. directly on the monetization on YouTube, you use YouTube as an avenue to reach people. Yeah, jumping and off point. The biggest, biggest expense this company has ever had outside of employee costs has been running advertising on YouTube right. for a long time. They courted us and said yeah. they created the advertising campaigns. Millions of dollars. Yeah. And, th- and that's what's crazy is that, you know, folks will always say, well, you could just go to a different platform. You could just do something different. But they forget that all of the creators, especially Louder with Crowder, have spent, in, in you know, innumerable hours learning the system, working on it over the years, building a subscriber base. They can't just follow anywhere else. And except- by the way, flying out at their yep. dime, flying out to YouTube conference. This is important for you to know. 
half-Asian Bill Richmond went out with to a conf and spoke with Susan Wojcicki. Before that, I went out and spoke with their top legal. We spoke with their their people in charge of N content numerous marketing. Numerous folks in their legal department. They invited us, and when we were there, a constant conversation was, "What are the what are the guidelines? What what, what are we are we violating anything? No, 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 not at all. We want diverse voices." Then when we leave the conferences. We see a different story playing out, and policies change without us knowing. Exactly, and and it's either it's either their their story is either going to be we've been doing this deliberately, or it's going to be we just didn't know what was happening, and that may be kind of the right. reminiscent wow. of the Facebook yeah. battle that actually brought us together. That, that you know the idea that oh well it's just some rogue employees put a policy together that blacklisted a few conservative voices and was going Oops. on for years and no nobody knew about it up top, Oopsie. but we're real sorry right. about it. But you did just we, we are going to be taking action here. So yeah. yes, so some of the action. Is, of course, you know, we can you only talk to yeah, a certain extent about right, what that yeah, is, yeah. but there's multifaceted. It's not just action we'll take directly, but the thing that you did in the call to action to be able to say, hey, you know, pull up the examples. Your own favorite conservative channels, your second favorite beyond Loud yeah, Please do. You, if you want to help them and you want to help us, you want to help anyone who has a political view, whether it's conservative or otherwise, to force YouTube. Yeah. And here's the thing is we know they're listening. Remember back to the Vox apocalypse. Within a day, even less than a day right. of he who shall not be named, who's beautiful and brave, <laughs> brave. posted yes. about a complaint. Just a mere complaint. We wonder Lots how many millions skin. of complaints they get. And they knew that that happened, and they immediately took action, worked all weekend to review all your videos. And now we can we get a reach out again who this person is and what they're actually going to yeah, do yeah it's just no because idea. they did a cell phone video that hit a million plays yeah. Yeah. that's what's so sad and listen it saddens me that that i mean i'm grateful that we have this platform right. but i think of people where where i was maybe 6 years ago you know yeah. just trying to grind it out you guys aren't going to be able to make enough of a stink with the view count for youtube to answer I have a lawyer on retainer. You're very expensive, by the way. We're going to have to stop that wing in the new beach yep. house. Um, <laughs> we have a lawyer on retainer, and he can't get return calls. What yeah. gets a point of contact is me putting a cell phone video out and you guys sending in screenshots. So please keep doing it. Then, then I guess we'll, we'll try and talk with Br Brendan. Brandon? Brandon, not Brendan. Brandon. I don't know Brandon. who you are, Brandon. <laughs> well, here's, and here's I the don't know. I, it's nothing personal. I want to talk to the manager. <laughs> Give me the manager. My name is Karen. Yeah, so the, the idea that, we, that they're not listening or they're unable to respond or be able to do anything is crazy. But what they do respond to is think about all the comments that the folks have put onto you know, the videos and onto tweets that have been able to have. And not only that, the folks who continually and repeatedly say, you know what, this is the moment that I've joined Mug Club. And then yeah. they post a about joining Mug Club, you're right. directly. Yeah. If they're not going to listen to following their own guidelines, if they're if YouTube isn't going to listen to just being intellectually honest, right. they're definitely going to listen when you hit their pocketbook and let them know that they're going to have to go to a different place where they know they can get the content. Well, thank you very much, uh, Half Asian Builders, and just so you know, we are going to be taking legal action. We can't talk about yeah. it a ton right now because with something like this. And I see a lot of conservative lawsuits where they just file them, file them, file them. We're not litigious people. It's, it's bet once and bet right. Yeah. And so the more information you can provide to us, we really appreciate it. This is something else to keep in mind. They're not only trying to alter the results of the 2020 election, which they've openly expressed. Mm -hmm. this, is, this is YouTube also being upset about Generation Z being more conservative than other generations, in part because of social media. And I don't mean not all Generation Z folks are uh, conservatives. That's not what I'm saying. Right. But if you compare them at this stage in their life to baby boomers, to Gen Xers, they are more conservative. And a big part of that is because of social media. You look at First Amendment, you look at Second Amendment issues, uh, you look at neo-feminist issues. This is because the left is overreached and now they have access to the information. So, by the way, Silicon Valley calls this radicalization. Yeah. What do they consider? Radicalization? That's why we're radicalizing the youth, apparently, along with Philip <laughs> DeFranco, if you look at that New York yeah. Times yeah. article. Mm. 
Radicalization is apparently using someone's biologically correct pronouns. Big tech <laughs> wants to change an entire worldview of a generation. That's why they don't want you to see change my mind. And here's the thing, if, if you can think of anything more benign, when people go out and preach, hey, let's find common ground. Let's stop the shouting matches. Let's stop the cable news hyper edits where we're just looking to score points. If you can think anything that crystallizes that more effectively than change my mind completely unedited on a campus with students who are there of their own volition, you let me know, because if that's, if change my mind is considered radicalization to the point that YouTube is going to try and ghost it from search results, well, you know what? I guess I'm the radicalizer of the youth, and I'll wear that title proudly. Half Asian lawyer Bill Richmond, thank you very much. We must go to Paul Joseph Watson. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Bimbo, ah! bimbo. My name is Mr. Susan. You must choose, and now it's time for you to do the choosing. To Tumblr. Or not to tumble. That is the question. As this man can answer for you, he chose a tumbler. Now, how, how, how was the tumbler? Was the president selected? He can't answer. Because he's dead. The tumbler killed him. He's not coming back. Think about it. You will join my club at loudervistcrowder.com slash my club. Sir, whatever you want, just take it and leave. <laughs> Gonna get you. Sir, I have a firearm, and if you don't leave, I will use it. Oh, oh, I'm coming for you. I will shoot. Here I come. What did you expect? I am gonna sue you! So hard! Guilty. What? No, I, I don't understand it. I'm sorry, there's nothing I can do. Firearmslegal.com slash LWC. If you have a gun and you don't have this, you're an idiot. Again, that's firearmslegal.com slash LWC. For 25 cents a day, you can buy bubblegum from a vending machine. For 24 cents a day, you can feed a starving child. But for $99 a year, you can give a better life to our motion graphics designer, Brendan. Brendan needs your help. He's never lived on his own before, and he's having trouble adapting. I got some milk. Yeah. I've been out for like three weeks. It's like welded to the thing. Like, I can't get it out now. Because brilliant motion graphics designers... I don't know how this works. ...who may be slightly... ...on the spectrum... ...deserve a better life. Even Brendan. It's kind of unnerving. Maybe unsettling is the word. Could be. For a child. You don't even know what I'm about to say yet. You don't know what's unsettling. I'm just agreeing. For a child to threaten a stick up. Mm. Well, I mean, it's. Especially in the wake of uh, Trayvon. 
It is a little. Triggering. It seems a little insensitive. I don't think they have the. I don't think they understand in Australia the context of that. All right, I'm, I'm glad to have our next guest on. Uh, we haven't had him on in a while. Let me give you a hint as to who our next guest oh, is out ooh. there. Everyone out there. He's a globetrotter. Oh. Either that or he's too cheap to afford a set that is not an unfolded <laughs> map. You can follow him on Twitter at Prison Planet. Uh, his website is summit.news and more recently, band.video. Mr. Paul Joseph Watson, how are you, sir? I'm good, Stephen. How's it going? Terribly. Now, your, uh, your hair is short, so that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I, had a, I had a bit of a dodgy haircut, so it had to be cleaned up. So. Oh. Why are you always, Not always great for the videos? But you insist on having the old sort of mop top with the cigarette in a lot of your display pictures. Is that just because, you know, that well, looks that's, like... That's, that's, that's the classical fashy haircut. That's what the media says. In fact, The Guardian wrote an article the other day saying they were afraid of Ivanka Trump's new haircut. So they're literally terrified by haircuts at this point. That's the level of the derangement <laughs> nice, syndrome. Yeah. Well, how, but yeah, I tried, I tried to go floppy on top and with the short sides back and sides. So that's a normal flashy how, look. How are they afraid of, of uh, Ivanka's haircut? They said that it proves that she's trying to rebrand herself to be more credible because she's about to run for office. So they're terrified. Oh, okay. Mm. So they're scary because they think she could hold office yeah. as opposed yeah. to holding sway over the most powerful office in the land as we see right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we yeah. see her fingerprints all over it sometimes, which I'll be honest, sometimes I'm not the biggest fan of. Uh, Mr. Paul Joseph Watson, this kind of ties in with your website, band.video, and we just talked about, we sort of exposed some of the new YouTube changes with verified profiles and uh, how mm. difficult this has been. But you were telling me this, this all ties in together. Your video on Greta Th Thunberg, by the way, you Europeans, you're closer together. Like you're as far away from Sweden as uh, as Florida is from California, approximately. I have no idea. Is it Thun Thun Thunberg? Thunberg? I mean, I I heard an actual Swedish person pronounce it as something like Greta Thunberg. Oh, so I'm not oh. even going to try to appropriate <laughs> That's that. Way so off. I'm going for Greta Thunberg. No, That's well, <laughs> we don't care about the Swedes. What we can just do is we can start a war and watch them do nothing. Yeah. So. Your video, though, on Little Greta, we'll call her Little Greta, it was it was removed from YouTube entirely, if I'm not mistaken. Completely, yeah. And a warning on the channel, you tend not to, now, I tend not to make a big deal out of these things because it's just like a red flag to a bull and then a bunch of people go and try and flag all your other videos to get others deleted. But yeah, it was a video that was, it was on the channel for about two weeks, had almost a million views. They banned it, they removed it for bullying and harassment. Now, the worst thing I did in that video, bearing in mind that Susan Wojcicki says, yes, we welcome offensive content, as if they actually do that. Yeah. The worst thing I said was to compare her style of messaging and her appearance to some kind of children of the corn situation, which, funnily enough, is what Laura Ingram did on her Fox News show the other night. Yeah, plus so she has a scary haircut. Weeks. <laughs> yeah, it was up for about two weeks. Banned. I appealed it over two weeks ago. No response over two weeks later. And yeah, it's, I mean, it's still on BitChute, but it's permanently gone. And then obviously this disincentivizes you criticizing her again. I could re-upload the video and remove a couple of the slightly edgy insults. This is a, a, well, it would be a legal adult in the UK who constantly talks about having Asperger's or being on the autism spectrum. But if you say that, as Michael Knowles did on Fox News and they caved in and apologized, he called her mentally ill. Even though Asperger's is a, quote, neurological disorder, it is a mental illness. So if she's right. making that part of her messaging and we can't even reference it, that's a double standard, right? 
Right, and I do always love having you on because, you know, across the pond, cultural differences, and you may be vexed as to why the spokesperson, I don't want to indict all of Fox News, the spokesperson said that and walked back. That's because that mm. person at Fox is what we call here stateside, is a pussy. So I want to make <laughs> sure that we're, we're clear. Yeah, I don't think Michael Knowles said anything wrong, and I try to be as objective as possible. You know, there are some people who, it's like, oh, and you start talking about Hitler and saying, like, oh, it's not really good to invoke his name, even if you're trying to say maybe some national policy was good. Like, ah, you veered into it. Michael Knowles said nothing wrong. For people who missed the story, you know, it was trending. It was a flash in the pan. There. It was oh, yeah. trending for a few minutes there because someone at Media Matters got a, got a bug in their panty. I don't know if that's the term. That was my Obama equivalent <laughs> to wee-weed up. I just made it up. <laughs> they got a thorn in their side. A good one. Got stuck in their craw. The point is, um, I don't know what my point was, but uh, Michael Knowles did nothing wrong in pointing out that she has Asperger's. And by the way, this is important to remember, Greta, Greta Th Thunberg, however they say it, Thunberg. is the same age as the Covington school kids. Now people say, well, they were kind of yeah. dicks. First off, I don't agree with it. Second, they were thrust into the media spotlight against their will. Greta chose it. And so I think that that opens one up to valid criticism. Uh, and if they're an adult of age, some ad hominem and good fun. Well, this is the point, isn't it, Stephen? Because the left exploits these children as human shields for their agenda. And then they say, oh, by the way, they're beyond question. They then ban and can cancel culture people who dare challenge them. And they did the same with David Hogg. A bunch of videos on YouTube, a bunch of channels got taken down when people started challenging what David Hogg was saying. But of course, if it's a you know 16-year-old conservative kid in a MAGA hat smirking, then they're fair game for the media to ruin their entire life. Right. There was another guy yesterday called avi yemeni you probably heard of him yeah i know he did was, the jim jeffries thing he was on the show yeah yeah he was banned he's gone he's done on twitter for saying greta is being exploited by the people around her and saying quote she had an extremist message completely banned his account's gone it's not coming back so again they use it the, they use the intimidation tactic of this deplatforming system that they've set up and this cancel culture system to shield their political propaganda, to use children as human shields, and it's insidious, and it keeps happening over and over again. Well, what's good? Uh, good for the goose is good for the gander. I think I have that one right. And yeah, human close shields, enough. children as shields. Hamas. They're not too far off. So <laughs> birds of a feather. I'm just going to go on with all of these. <laughs> just keep going. Be careful what you wish for. Look yeah. before you leave. Now that's just Aesop's fables. <laughs> Those aren't idioms. Uh, these are just morals to horrible uh, fairy tales. And it's not a fairy tale. It's a but fable. The, the other aspect of this, in using those kids as human shields, they're also traumatizing an entire generation of young people. A lot of psychologists in the UK are talking about this now, this new phenomenon of climate anxiety or eco-anxiety, yeah. where children are literally being told that everyone's going to be dead in 12 years. Of course, we know that's abject nonsense. Even one of the head authors of the IPCC report for the UN, Miles Allen, called out Greta the other day for being alarmist because, of course, there's this whole debate about a 1.5 degree warming by 2040. Of course, there are a bunch of other factors they don't even take into account in that. But again, they're literally traumatizing kids, dragging them to protests. They're crying in the streets, thinking their parents, their friends and themselves are going to be dead within 12 years. When even the IPCC report says, well, maybe the, the problems will start in 12 years. And of course, AOC echoed this with her Green Deal thing. Right. But the thing that gets yes, me Yes, Green Deal yeah, that, thing. That I appreciate that you are so dismissive because I think it was a young Turk. Like, like, why don't you want to do the Green New Deal? Because yeah. it's five pages and it has an addendum <laughs> that says, and social justice for all. That's yeah. why. It's silly. Yeah. And I mean, the other thing is, 
again, these are the, some of the same people who fear-mongered about a new ice age in the 70s, you know, Newsweek, Time magazine. They told us, people like Paul Ehrlich, that overpopulation will lead to mass starvation. That was the dominant consensus scientific opinion for years and years in the late 70s. None of it happened, so why should we believe them now? And then it's just, it's the hypocrisy of it that stenches. She's palling around with Arnold Schwarzenegger, a dude who literally has a garage full of muscle cars and tanks. You know, she's palling around with Leonardo DiCaprio, a dude who takes private jets to collect environmental awards. Prince Harry's up there on the stage with her. He took four private jet trips in 11 days. He wasn't on a mission to save the planet. He was partying at Elton John's mansion. But here I am, you know, like washing out my jam jars and recycling my plastic Evian bottles. I'm taking a handful of commercial plane trips a year, but I'm bad and I need to be lectured. Forget about India and China, they're fine. Well, to be fair, uh, Prince Harry was, I mean, he was, there was a two for one special at Bosley. <laughs> now, let me ask, you mentioned this with YouTube and we're going to go to Web Extended in a few minutes. Have you been following the changes here with YouTube since they've now, they've now said that they're going to try to direct people toward verified accounts? And we've talked about this where if, just, just earlier, you probably didn't see it, um, where if you search our video name with my name, it doesn't show up. You'll see other channels before. And this didn't happen before, and of course we've never received any answer from YouTube. Um, it, it's getting to be, be pretty severe, and now of course, uh, I don't know if you've read about this or, or, or what you're expecting from the new harassment policy that should be forthcoming, but that's very scary to me. I didn't read about the new harassment policy, and that's gonna get them in trouble based on the fact that some of the biggest creators on YouTube are drama people who literally pick fights and in some cases stage fights with each other and have these back and forth insults and of course boxing matches and everything else right and that's the entire basis of their channel and these people have got upwards of 10 million subscribers some of them so they're going to have problems with that the thing about the the search and the youtube election blacklist which you tweeted about I checked your channel about an hour ago, and I think maybe because you made a big deal out of it, it's gone back and it's flipped back, where if you do search Stephen Crowder changed my mind, your videos do come up. Mm. For the past, I would say, probably four to six months, you can go on Google itself, of course, Google owns YouTube, search my name, Paul Joseph Watson YouTube, for the past four to six months, not only was my channel like buried down the first page or on page two, it was not even returned on Google search results. This is a channel with over 1.7 million subscribers. They completely buried it. They broke their own search engine just so people couldn't find my channel. And I, I was getting messages saying, what a shame you don't make YouTube videos anymore. I haven't seen them in months. So I was getting right. good views because the emails are still going out to the subscribers. but. It was completely expunged from a Google search itself. It only came back a few days ago, and it's like an off-link to an uploads playlist. It's not even the front page of the channel. But they literally changed the algorithm, and they did this with other creators as well as you for a yeah. time at least. I'm, I'm sorry about that, because I, th I think a large part of it is due to the Vox apocalypse, <laughs> and they made some changes, and it's it's not what oh, I wanted, but, uh, you know, I apologize doing now i heard he lost his show right i don't know but we're gonna have to bleep isn't it you mean the beautiful and yes. brave <laughs> the beautiful and brave oh, member yeah. of the lgbtq community from the uh the stellar journalists at vox that's what you meant to say that's what i meant to say that's I what you meant to say. i want to make sure they have it right yes uh and you know what we're gonna go to a web extended here for people who do not uh follow uh, our guest prison planet but then his website is summit.news band dot is it band dot video 
Band.video, yeah. Band.video. When I actually do get banned. <laughs> I, I, come on, I think I don't think yeah. so. I mean, I think that they probably would ban you, but, you know, just look at that wonderful punim. Still not <laughs> Jewish, folks. Uh, we are going to go to a web extended. I want to talk about some of the measures that you've had to take in order to sort of circumvent these different uh, changes to the algorithms that come up almost every other day, it seems now. So uh, thank you so much. We're going to continue to close this up. And then web extended, if those are in a mug club, if you are, if you're not, you don't see it. You just can't think of anything fun to do. Join Mug Club at lottowithcrowder.com slash mug club. Time for the one live read of the week in case you were surprised. Well, I want to talk about Mug Club, but listen, thank you so much to Walther, our wonderful sponsor. They've, uh, they've never batted an eye here uh, amidst all this controversy. And it's one of the sponsors that they came into the show because I reached out to them because I own Walther's and I love them. And, and uh, if you guys own firearms out there, if you're looking into a firearm, like I say, it's like Mercedes, uh, BMW, Porsche. At a certain point, they're all really good. I'm not going to denigrate other firearm companies, but I do prefer the Walther. Just Google Walther PPQ reviews. Just, just Google and see the kind of feedback that they get. And when you go to a range, try the Walther. They have the balls to support this show. And if you want to support this show, the only way to do it, since we're demonetized, is Mug Club, louderwithcrowder.com slash Mug Club. $99 annually. You get the six, that sounds like I had a stroke. Annually. Uh, 69 for students, veterans, active military. You get this hand-etched mug. 80% more content from this show, a daily show, along with Dave Rubin, along with everyone else over there at uh, The Blaze TV. We really try to make it a value-added proposition. So thank you for the support. Please do join up at louderwithcrowder.com slash Mug Club. If you don't, check this page every single day. We upload a video every night except Sunday. Thanks. That's called the fat kid at the pool who puts on that t-shirt because he's self-conscious, but tells everyone, I just have really hey. bad sunburn! No one buys like it. That. Don't talk about me like that. <laughs> no one buys it, Kyle. I was that kid at one point. I remember I was like, oh, yeah, I want to wear a t-shirt. I'm still that kid. And then, no, you're not. You're not that kid. Trust me, at this point. And then, and then I realized that the wet t-shirt, the wet sheer t-shirt that shows better. your puffy nipples yeah, it's not much is better, far right? more unflattering <laughs> than just biting the bullet. Yeah. Just rip it off. By the way, thank you uh, to everyone out there who so readily fat shamed me upon request last week. <laughs> it's good. It warms my heart. 
Uh, thank you to Paul Joseph Watson for people who missed yeah. it. Of course, uh, go to the Web Extended Join Mug Club. Thank you guys so much as we talk about this. with We don't know what's going to happen. We do know that if you want to continue uh, watching this content for free, even on YouTube, if you're, it goes away without Mug Club. Um, and that actually kind of brings me to something I wanted to talk about this week. Uh, I guess let me state this just on the outset and then work my way backwards because I've talked about this before. That's kind of how I learned. Uh, give, me, give me the concept. Concept, did I say learned? That's how I learn. Give me the concept. Jeez, I don't know what happened there. Did I have a stroke? Oh, I, think. <laughs> uh, I always, this is how I learn. Give me the concept and I'll sort of work my way backwards. I cannot do things step by step. Talked about this with instruction manuals, whether it's building a grill or putting together some, uh, some you know, Greta. Greta is oh. a furniture there, you know, a oh. bed that folds oh, into I, a bookcase. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's another, another reason to not be a big fan of Sweden. Been incredibly reserved, by the way, in our addressing of Greta. I think that yeah, uh, if I'm a public figure, to be honest, get away with nothing more than a comparison to Stephen Merchant. Yeah, it's not bad. It's basically unscathed. <laughs> it's almost a compliment. It's almost so. a compliment. Um, so let me give you that so that we can work our way backwards. There is no virtue in being vulnerable. What does that mean? Let me explain it. We hear this a lot. You know, if you, well, this is, it's beautiful. This person was being so vulnerable. There's nothing good about being vulnerable for the sake of being vulnerable. It's the wrong word. It's the wrong phrase. And it's important. Let me, let me explain why. I'm guilty of using this, by the way. Uh, here's an example. When I used to get hurt early on in my marriage, I've talked about this. I would often express it, and I think a lot of men do, through anger. Um... I had someone tell me that you know most women don't really respond well to anger. And I don't mean anger necessarily directed at my wife, but overall anger, frustration. Anger is usually kind of a dishonest emotion. It, it, it veils what's actually hurting you. And so the same person told me that it would be more effective to be vulnerable with my wife to express what was bothering me. And, and the advice was right, contextually. The wording was not. Same thing with You've heard me talk about it this week, mental health issues. I've openly talked about my struggles on air because, you know, I do believe, or at least I, I hope, uh, that it can help people. Often we've talked about that people just trot out a, kind of a me too when a celebrity dies from mental health issues or whenever it becomes a, the, the topic du jour because there's been some kind of a mass shooting. And it rings hollow. I know as someone who's had to deal with it, it doesn't help anyone. I go, well, you're just saying that because of Heath Ledger. And you're, tr you're trying to tap into a trend right now. It doesn't help anyone. So I, I used to think, mainly because this is what I was told, that in being open about my struggles, I was making a conscious decision to be vulnerable. Technically I was, but that wasn't the reason. We, he we hear it all the time, right? I just, I had to come, someone was saying this the other day, that's what kind of spurred this thought. I had to come to a really honest place with this peace and be vulnerable. And whenever I say peace, that, that's how you know it doesn't really mean anything. That could be anything from abstract theater to a character in a film to poop literally on a canvas that you have been awarded some kind of postmodern prize for. I just, I just had to be vulnerable. We hear this all the time and everyone goes, oh, that's, that's so brave. That's so brave exposing your vulnerability like that. And it's gotten to the point where we almost seem to seek opportunities to be vulnerable. And as a society now, we reward vulnerability for vulnerability's sake. And it's bullcrap. And I think it's important to point out why this is bullcrap. Uh, one reason is, uh, not the least of which, it confuses young men. A and women, sure, but for, for right now I'll speak to what I know a little better. No penis, no opinion. Uh, young men 
don't want to be vulnerable. It's not a desirable place to be. And that's not societal conditioning. It's an innate defense mechanism. It's hardwired in. And so these young men who hear this mantra, just be vulnerable, just be vulnerable, they often feel confused. Why? Because in trying to make young men feel safe, we've actually just delivered a message that guilts them into feeling conflicted about their biological instincts. It's also wrong because it's attaching virtue to a concept where none actually exists. Just like when we, as a society, shun all violence, including righteous violence. What kind of example? I don't know. Ending the Holocaust, stopping a rape. Not all violence is equivalent. So just, just as when we shun all violence, um, praising all vulnerability, it, it does a remarkable disservice as to why those vulnerable instances are valuable in the first place. And hint, it's not because of the vulnerability itself. Let me be, some vulnerability is stupid. You reveal your soft underbelly to an enemy who wants to kill you, you're dead. That's it. No one's going to be praising you for how vulnerable you were in your eulogy. Is it your eulogy or are you the one delivering a eulogy? You're affected, Audio Wade. <laughs> it could be your It could be your eulogy. Yeah, yeah. I saw Get Low. <laughs> <laughs> And here's, if you find yourself constantly um, in maybe, I guess, un unwittingly or uncaringly being vulnerable, you will be perceived as weak and you'll ultimately begin to feel weak. So what's the virtue here? Why is it better to be vulnerable with your wife than to be angry? Why is it productive to talk about mental health issues, which people may use against you? Let me laser in on it's not about vulnerability. It's about truth. And if you watch this show, that shouldn't come as a surprise. To put a finer point on it, it's a, rather than vulnerability, it's about telling the truth or living truthfully, even when you know it will be immensely uncomfortable. So see, when I, when I would get angry and I'd just yell or I'd storm off in a fight with my wife, the truth is that I was hurt, that I was damaged. But because that truth was so uncomfortable to face, I instead chose to smokescreen it with rage. See, vulnerability there was a byproduct of honesty. For a long time, you know what, I never did. I never did discuss my struggles with mental health issues, with, with depression, things like that. Why? Because I knew that in today's political climate, despite it being a favored talking point of the left, which we know you love, that it could ultimately be used against me. And I've always known, you know, in a lot of ways that I'm, I'm abnormal. And the truth is being abnormal isn't always fun. Acknowledging it, is even less fun. Taking steps to work within those boundaries and finding acceptance within those limitations is even less fun. So the truth there involves exposing my flaws to the world, not for the sake of vulnerability, but because speaking the truth is the right thing to do. And it can help people. If it, sa if it saves one life, great. And if I have the ability or the opportunity to save one life by simply facing the truth. That is my duty, regardless of vulnerability. It's, it's the duty of all of us. It's yours. I cannot stress this enough. And this is why so many young people, specifically men, are confused. They've been bombarded with these ideas of toxic masculinity or the, the concepts of, of, of it's sort of all been merged into this amalgamate of false machismo and in an attempt to sort of I guess stifle the, the righteous indignation of young men, which is how we're designed. We fill their heads with visions of, of weakness as though it's something to be emulated so that they can shed their skin of ego and they can live an enlightened life. It's bullshit. 
You can be vulnerable and simultaneously be wrong, even evil. The flip side of that question, you can be strong and simultaneously right and good. It doesn't change a damn thing, the vulnerability. It comes down to truth. It comes down to doing the right thing regardless of the comfort level. So here's the exercise for this week, okay? I want you to take a minute, take inventory, um, maybe do a scan, do an internal scan of, of some things that have been holding you back. I don't know, maybe, maybe in the back of your head there's been this voice nagging you to do something, you've been too afraid to do it. Maybe it's addiction, maybe it's depression. Maybe it's a holding pattern that you don't know how to break. It doesn't matter what it is. I want you to think of something that you need help with, that you've been putting off, something difficult. Pause it if you got to. Got it? Okay, now, I want you to go share that with someone, someone you trust. Ask for help, ask for advice, seek wise counsel. Start the process of healing, start the process of creating and executing a solution. Sure, you'll, you'll feel vulnerable, because you are vulnerable, but be mindful that you're doing it not for the sake of vulnerability, but because you are being honest and it's the right thing to do, regardless of how unpleasant it may be. Because someone who makes themselves vulnerable without honesty is just a fool. All right, hope that helps. Maybe it doesn't. See you next week. It only takes